Dining at Disney Podcast. With Dining at Disney Podcast, you'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I'm Kristen, and with me is Bubba. We are longtime Disney Park annual pass holders who absolutely love Disney food. Yeah. So if this is your first time, <laughs> welcome. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and click the notification bell so you know when we post new content. It is... What show are we doing today, Bubba? Uh, best and Worst of... I thought you meant topic. No, this is our happy hour show where everybody has a drink in hand, alcoholic or non-alcoholic, and we just mingle and talk. There you go. Yes, and today we have with us, we have Kat Arcori. She is our correspondent, as well as Tony Castelnova from Disney by the Numbers and Disney Parks Podcast. And back again is Jewel. She is all about city strollers and food. And, food. Yes. Great creations. <laughs> awesome food. The resident chef. That's true. Her the food she's been posting lately, she's been making at home, is killing me. Oh my gosh! Why do you have to tempt me like that? What are you eating? What is that? It looks like a delicious cookie. It's a keto uh, chocolate chip cookie. Oh my! (laughs) Yeah, Jules. Jules. It looks good. It tastes okay. And that sums up the keto diet. And we're done. Exactly right. (laughs) And that's a wrap. Unless you are really all about meat and you don't like anything sweet, then the keto diet is going to be difficult. (laughs) It's very difficult. So, but um, I don't like Cokes anymore. And I was a Coca-Cola addict for many, many years. I drink one and now it's like, ugh. So it took me three months to get over my coke addiction. Addiction. Addiction, yeah. <laughs> she was so, we got that the first five minutes. She was a cokehead now. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> it's the real thing. Oh, anyway. God. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> so, uh, that's a lot of snow. <laughs> I guess we know how, I guess we know how Jules doing. Tony, how are you doing? <laughs> Uh, fine. <laughs> I'm not on a keto diet, so I'm doing great. I can't no imagine keto, you. no coke addiction. Good for him. No keto. I, no, I, I had a Mountain Dew addiction back in the day. Oh. That's a different story. See, I've never been able to get that. into drinking Mountain Dew at all. I had a friend who like was hers was Mellow Yellow, not Mountain Dew. Mellow Yellow had to have Mellow Yellow. Mm. I just mm. I have never been able to get into the taste of either of those. I don't really like Coke. It was a sugar I'm... fix. It had nothing to do with the flavor. Exactly. <laughs> it was yeah. the fact that I was working eighteen hours a day. Yeah, that'll do it. And that was and yeah. that was like before the surge. See what I did there of uh, of, uh, of, of of energy drinks because yeah. for the longest yeah. time and I remember I think maybe the first energy drink that came out was Bolt. I never Bolt, even heard yeah. of that. Yeah, and that was oh Jolt, Jolt. Yes, you're right, Jolt. Bolt. I'm thinking of the Disney dog. No, Jolt. And 
Yes, exactly. And and people bought that by the pallet full because I remember you right. know when I was in college that thing came out and people were like, oh, I got to buy me some Jolt. I'm like, no, you don't. That'll that'll rot your teeth. Yeah. But, uh, that's crazy. Anyway, that's an '80s gamer's drink right there. It was Jolt, no doubt. <laughs> I, I can't get past Pitfall. <laughs> I never. Or Joe Mom. <laughs> I never could get into drinking the energy drinks. There is one that I don't mind the taste of. Uh, it's called. Is it Bang? I think is the oh, name. Bang of Energy. It? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. new. Yeah. They have it a has, lot of flavors. They have oh, one bow, that's bow. cotton candy flavor. Cotton candy. I haven't had that one yet, but oh. a lot of people are buying that one. Yeah. It tastes wow. just like cotton candy. Nice. And yeah, anything that tastes like cotton candy is my weakness. Like I love cotton candy yeah. ice cream. Oh, there you go. I wish Disney didn't serve or have Monster Energy. That's the worst energy drink, in my opinion, is Monster. Okay, we're we're not going to get that Monster, uh, you know, money. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Monster. I want to get that Monster. Sponsor. <laughs> Dining at Disney it's Podcast, delicious. not not sponsored by Monster. It's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> it's so nutritious. So wh- what are you drinking today, Bubba? Uh, I am drinking... A favorite in Disney California adventure. There you go. Which is the red trolley oh. ale. Nicely done, Carl sir. Carl Strauss. And I want to get some of that here. My, I'm using my sipper, <laughs> which, do you know which one this is? It's yeah, it's a birthday sipper. Birthday Mickey. The, the birthday sipper. The 90th birthday. No, because today is my last day being in my 30s. Oh. Tomorrow I start a new decade. Oh my! Oh, well, welcome oh, to forty. Surprise, you young, you young little lad. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just bust your eardrum there. <laughs> See, so oh, bu- know, Bubba's so. like me. Whatever, whatever year it is ends in. Like for me, if it ends in a zero, my age ends in a f- five. Mm. His oh, is the fl- yeah, reverse of that. Whatever yeah, it is, yeah. he's always like spot on the decade. Gotcha. There yeah. you go. There you go. Always makes it easy to remember how old you are then. <laughs> I've got my old standby. I've got my Moscow mule in tow, so I'm good. And I am drinking, um, it was going to be just a martini, but then I decided, no, I need something else in it, so I threw some club soda and a martini. There you go. Okay, <laughs> so, sure. So, you know, it's a diluted, watered-down martini. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> dirty or not dirty? Oh, it's no, not, not, not dirty. Not there dirty. weren't not any dirty. olives up here. No. I was going to drink some Amarillo, which they used to make this drink at Sanaa called Painted Lemur, but it did not taste right, so it is going to the trash can. Mm. Cat Diet Coke? Always Diet Coke. You got, you got it, girl. over your addiction, Jewel. I will never get over my addiction. <laughs> yeah, diet. diet Coke, so it's okay. Diet, diet, <laughs> diet Coke or Coke Zero, if you had it, if Ooh. you had a choice. Oh, Diet Coke. Always. Diet Coke, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm Coke yeah. Zero, dude. Only when I'm at a restaurant where I don't like the water. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which is every restaurant in Florida. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah. How, how about you, Tony? Florida what are you drinking? Water. Yeah. Tony's got some beverage in a in a... Some kind of can there. Iced tea. Iced tea. Sweet or oh, unsweet? Yeah. Unsweet, right? Sweet, right? No, unsweetened. Yep. Unsweetened. There you go. Unsweetened. Oh, with lemon. He put lemon yep. in there last time. Yep. Yep. Very nice. Which I like. He's, I like from, that. he's from Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Nothing's wrong with Jersey. Yep, yep. I haven't been there, so I can't really comment either way. 
Hey, Joel, that's... what are you drinking? I'm drinking peach cream sparkling water. Ooh, Ooh that sounds good. Wow. I like sparkling it, water. It's okay. It, uh, I'm getting used to the, uh, you know, the zero calorie fake phenylene and whatever it is. Mm. Oh, so it's a sweet. Because see, I don't like them when they sweeten them. Mm. I want mine with no sweet, just just the flavor of the fruit. Uh, right. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I, I still have my carbonation fix. So this mm-hmm. helps me get over every hump, you know, every hump in the day, literally, and not kill somebody. Yeah. So, but yeah, it, oh. like I said, drinking a Coke now is like, I, I can't handle it. But um, tequila and some sparkling water, I can handle that one too with a squeeze of lime. Ooh, so. I like that idea. Very nice. <laughs> okay, so today's discussion is Bubba Sid is our best and our worst dining experiences at either Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Mm. I found it very difficult to come up with like narrowing best down to one experience because I've had so many good experiences at different places and the worst wasn't an easy one because there was actually like two different places it could have been. But I don't know. Did anybody else find it difficult to do that? No. Yes. I couldn't find a worse. It's hard for me to find a worse right now. And I'm talking with Taylor about it, and we're just like, nothing that sticks out when, I mean, I possibly might have one, but we just can't think of one. Mm. That was a hard one. Uh, I can help you get a worst experience. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. I'm I'm with you, Tony. 100%. (laughs) That was so easy to find the worst. And Kat, you Actually, were saying you were saying we something. We were uh, one of my worst was with you guys. That's right. That's yes. right. And that that's on the list. Yeah, that's on the yeah. list, my friend. I'm trying to get comfortable. I cannot get comfortable. It, it's on repeatedly these the worst on it's, my list. Oh, you know what? That's that's it, the it that's a running story. Improves. It just disappoints time after time. And that's a that's a shame. But we'll get we'll, it is. Yeah, we'll get considering to that. the other two places attached to it are, are fine. Yeah. It, it boggles the mind. Boggles I, mind. I don't get it. But anyway, yeah, I don't. you were saying something, Kat? Oh, no. I think Jewel was saying something. Oh, Jewel? Oh, I was saying service-wise, I haven't had anything. But the taste of, of the food, yes, I've, I've been there. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I had a hard time picking one of the best ones, just like you, Chris. And I've had so many good experiences. that yeah. The bad one is the clear bad one, but mm. the good ones are yeah. very yeah. many and, and layered. I got you. So what do you think? Should we start with best or should we start with worst? I think we should, we should start, start with, with worst and end on worst. a good note. End okay. on a good note? Oh, I was yeah. going to say good okay. news or bad news. Exactly. <laughs> you want to end on a good note. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with Jewel. What is your okay. worst? The worst food I ever had was at Shutters at um, oh, yeah. the Caribbean Beach Resort. It's permanently closed now or something? Yes. Yes, it is gone and uh, completely. Like, they redid that whole building completely. I wonder why. (laughs) It was, was, what, 10 years ago? We flew in, um, six hours flight travel, and, you know, rushing to, oh, we have reservations at Shutters. I think the the best thing that came out of that dinner was the cutest picture of my little girl eating the bread roll. 
And that was like that 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 was it. I mean, that was the best experience of that meal. But every it had no flavor. It was sloppy. Um it was like the, 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 they kind of forgot we were in the corner, you know. They were like oh. trying to get out of there for the night or something, or shut down, and it was just blah all the way around. Uh, Chase didn't like the food at all; it made him more sick. He oh. thought the food would help him overcome from traveling all day long, and it was it was we we're just like looking at each other. I'm like, and we wasted dining points on this. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so that was my worst. No bueno. Yeah, I. I- Went there twice, and that was enough. And both times, yeah, the food, I don't know why. It was just bland. Well, at least it's not there anymore. So, you know, rest in weakness, I guess. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's better meals at, you know, Friendly's or Coco's. Or no whatever. doubt. Oh, yeah. I, we I love going to Coco's when we're out in California. Yeah, we like Coco's. We like Friendly's. It's fine. Much better than having something you can't eat or that isn't edible or the fact that you get forgotten about in a corner. Yeah. So. Nobody puts Al John in the corner. Nobody. <laughs> but or I can some from his fried chicken. Yeah, that's right. I can sashay. So, Bubba, what was yours? My see, that's the thing. I don't really have a worse. We've had some bad servers. We had particularly one at Carnation Cafe to where it looked like he just did not want to be there at all. Yeah. You know, you get those type of people or he's been working overtime or something like that, which we didn't know. You know, he would, we like talking with our servers and we've never had a bad experience when we're talking to servers where you become friends with them, you know, so when we live down there, you know, next time we'll, you know, we'll be back next week. You know, we hope you're, you know, over here serving again and we'll see them again. But it was just one time I didn't get his name. It was at Carnation and everything was like, hey, what do you guys want? Like, what would you like? You know, he wouldn't, you know greet us, you know, the proper greeting or, you know, I know sometimes Carnation has specials going on and they would tell him he just wouldn't do anything. And it was just, we tipped him the basic 15% at the end of the day because our food was still amazing. We still got it on time and we just got refills, but it definitely, definitely somebody I wouldn't want serving us again, just because he didn't have that Disney vibe. Yeah, it wasn't personable. He just, yeah. um, you know, so that's the only thing I could think of was just our server. Otherwise, food-wise, I've never had really a bad experience where we've eaten something bad or something tasted awful to where we took one bite and we're like, nope, we don't want this. I mean, food is amazing at Disney, especially yeah. at Disneyland. So it's, you know, that was a tough one to find, to figure out. I'll talk about you. Oh, what did you say, Joel? I was saying you can also look at, well, you know, what you're kind of going to get at quick service, you know what you're going to get at a sit down service. You yeah. know what you're going to get with the reservation system. So, you know, it, it's not like you're going in there blindly and hopefully, you know, <laughs> you're hoping for the, you know, the best, but yeah, I definitely would never get a burger at, um, and start, uh, uh Tomorrowland because they're dry. They've been sitting under the, oh, yeah. the forever. Yeah. Yeah, so I get the breakfast. The breakfast is amazing at Galactic Grill. You know, I do not. I do not like their burgers, though. So. Yeah, that's true. Wait, that's if true. you order it gluten free, they make it fresh for you. Oh, oh snap! That's the, that's, oh, that's <laughs> there. You go, cat. Tips and tricks from the master. I love it. Yeah, for for me, uh, I know that Tony's going to hit on this, so I'm going to avoid it because that that's a whole other ball of wax there. So I'll chime in when that happens. But I think Paradiso. 
I told you in advance mm. that we had a very bad experience at Paradiso 37 over there at mm. Disney Springs and Kristen's food came out raw. Like it, it she had chicken no. came out raw and we said No, it was I had fish. Oh, we had fish. And the inside okay. was raw and cold. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even thought out. Yeah. And that so happened to us even at uh, Tiffin's on opening night, Kristen. Oh. It that did, but you know what? When we commented on it, they fixed the problem instead yeah. of walking and go, oh, let me go talk to the chef and come back and the chef say, yeah. oh, that fish is okay to eat raw. Yeah, and the best part was they comped it and wow. they gave it dessert. Oh, yeah. Well, the, 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 at this particular time, you know, we would like to try to go back to, to Paradiso 37, mm. but I feel <laughs> that... I had been so tainted by that. I don't want to ever go there because the manager failed us. uh, Mm. The server totally failed us and we're disrespectful. And when we wrote, you wrote an email to them. Three times times. trying to get somebody to respond to me because of having a compromised immune system, eating something raw that should be cooked. I mean, that leads to food poisoning in a lot of people, but that can lead to ruining, really ruining my trip and putting me in the hospital, you know? Yeah. Well, you, you go back and ask them, is that a sushi chef back there who's telling me I can eat this raw? Because if he's not a sushi chef, go yeah. go, keep, go get me a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they didn't even... have a new manager and, and a new uh, executive chef. Yeah, so oh, okay, I'd that's go good. go give it another try. Okay, thank you, Tony. Yeah, I figure I figure that was the case because I know that you guys talk about it on your podcast um, before and had good experiences there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. we may be we may be coerced, uh, twisting of the arm to go back there with you guys at some point. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad that at least uh, there are new people there that um, yeah. are, are are more responsive. Yes. So yes. if you guys have good re- you know experiences, then I'm sure mm-hmm. it will be the yeah. same. Yeah. So that was my worst, and I will add this as a side note. We did have, and this is an infamous story on our old podcast, right? Um, we did have a time when we were at Animal Kingdom and someone decided to, it was over there in the food court area, and someone, when we were having our little takeout um, and eating there on the table, someone did actually decide, uh, mom decided to sit next to us in, sit next to us, and the whole place was pretty much empty, and sit next to us and change a poopy diaper right next to us. And I turned oh, to her and I said, three, three oh, tables distance from her to the, walking to the to bathroom. <laughs> and we even said something to her. Oh, Al John was like, excuse me, but can you please take your baby and change their poopy diaper in the restroom? It's right there. And she's like, well, I'm by myself. Wow. So no, I can't. Oh, and I'm oh, like, oh. okay, that's not just an issue of being disgusting. It's actually... Health it's a health, health code hazard. violation Huge. to have that on a table. Yep, yep. And so, oh, I, I know that. <laughs> right, Jewel? Of course, you know with that. Me, with strollers, they exactly. would do it in my strollers, and I'd see it. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, um, that's no bueno. Extra cleaning fee when when it comes back to me. Yep, no bueno. Yeah. So anyway, that, that was my simple like green that. that thing. Well, people, people are entitled. I think, you know, I, you know, we've talked about it on our show in the past. I know that, you know, Tony's talked about it on Disney parks podcast, but people are entitled and they just lose yeah. their brain when they're on vacation. And I hate that yeah. vacation brain, vacation brain or entitlement brain. In this case, it was yeah. definitely entitlement brain right. um, for sure. But I'm anyway. glad I choose to still use my brain when I go on vacation. 
right? All right. Well, before- you don't have to. Nobody else is. <laughs> if you do, yeah, you'll so be the people- smartest person on vacation. Well, we talked about my experience at Paradiso, but Kat, I know you're next on, on the dock here. Okay. So I told Kristen a little bit about this on our show about gluten-free stuff, about how we all got food poisoning at Morimoto. Oh. But I was talking to my mother. I think I told Bubba the story this already. But for D23 last year, mom came out to visit. Oh, oh yeah. And before we went to the convention, she and I did a couple of park days because we're insane, obviously. <laughs> and um, I was, am no longer, a big fan of the Cove Bar. I loved Cove Bar when it was a thing. Um, they had great drinks and their food was usually really good. So I told mom that they'd updated it to Lamplight Lounge and she wanted to check it out. So we went over there to California Adventure to have some lunch. So we ordered our drinks and we ordered some food. Obviously, Lamplight Lounge, you have to order the lobster nachos. You got to get them. You got to get them. So we're drinking our drinks. We're enjoying the nice weather. You know, my mom lives out of state. So we were catching up and talking about family stuff. And this waitress, who'd been very lovely to us before this, set the plate of food down in front of us and walked away. And we both went to dig into it. And on top of a plate of lobster nachos is full on human hair. Oh, I've had hair served to me in food before. I'm not like a huge picky person. So we flagged the waitress down and we said, um, excuse me, there's a hair in this, in this plate of food. Um, it would it be possible, you know, to get a new, she looked at me and she said, well, where is it? And I said, it's, it's right there. That black <laughs> hair on the plate of food. Oh, well, sometimes lobsters come like that. <laughs> Uh, Harry, ever seen a and Harry lobster I, before? I could not help myself because I'm me. And I said, they come like what? With the toupee? <laughs> wow. And my mom is much calmer than me. She was like, okay, no, we're done here. You can take the food away. We don't want these drinks anymore. We're, we're finished. We're done. And the girl was like, okay, all right. And she walks away. And my mother goes, did she just? call it stupid because like i feel like if you look at someone straight dead in the face and tell them that lobsters have luxurious <laughs> mustaches like you Some think do. i'm dumb enough to believe you <laughs> i haven't do. gone back i haven't eaten there again but oh. my friends had his niece in town Uh oh and we went and i was sitting with them at the table they ordered the lobster nachos it comes out with a hair on it. Wow. And I was like, no, I'm done now. I'm I'm done. No, I will never I will never do this again. Somebody because on the line not wearing a hat. Not wearing a hat or a hairnet or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. just the fact that they were like, Oh yeah, lobsters come like that. Yeah, there well, is the a lobster, lobster distributor has some very hairy <laughs> lobsters. Seriously, and lobsters, <laughs> there is such thing as a hairy lobster, but it's a deep sea lobster. You don't eat them. They live in heated underwater vents. They're like this big. Like, come on, lobsters <laughs> come like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, this lobster had an afro <laughs> and um, a pair of disco roller skates, and I wasn't into it. And apparently it had a cousin that was just like them, right? Seriously, like must, it's hereditary, but the lobster, <laughs> hairy lobsters have 
notoriously ethnic hairy backs like my uncles do in Italy. <laughs> well, that lobster needs to manscape and get that lawnmower trim. Wow. Where's that? It's a new B-52 song. I, I was going to say, the rock lobster. lobster. I almost oh I almost queued that up. I almost queued that up. <laughs> almost. Rock lobster. Oh, Jamaican lobster with his beanie. Jamaican be crazy. Now, whenever mom and I have a bad experience somewhere, we just send each other the gif of the dancing lobsters from the Amanda uh, Bynes show. Send them the dancing lobsters. Amazing. Every time. Oh, wow. no. Well, that oh is gosh. not that is not happiness, and that is yeah. not good customer service. I mean, I'd be, I would be appalled. Oh, yeah. yeah it was, that's uh, disgusting. That is it was just, gross. You're supposed Thank to God. just immediately remove it and get another one made. Yeah. Don't question me. Blind. Just take it away. Bye. Right. be done with it like if she had said oh my gosh i'm so sorry i probably would have been like dude whatever it's cool no big deal yeah. but because she it comes that way no yeah. no no just just to say hair. i'm sorry can i get you anything else yeah. you're you're uh, exactly tip, your tip comes to zero thank yeah. you it just comes that way sorry yeah. it just comes that way to zero mm. would you like a shaggy steak with that right. oh, perfect right. <laughs> served in a dirty ashtray in a dirty oh. ashtray <laughs> <laughs> A greasy pork oh. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> where do we go now? I, I think we're done with the show. Gonna know. Where do we, get? we can't even get to the best. We can't even what finish the worst. Lobster. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're down to Tony and I. Come on, and Tony. I think, I think right, so Tony I have... and I may have the same place. So I'm going to let yeah, Tony go first. Yeah. So I have uh, two. One is horrible food, and one is a horrible experience. Uh, so the horrible food is uh, Maria and Enzo's. Six times. Went there six, six times. times wow. And they failed every single time. Wow. And the last with you guys, there were six of us. We all ordered the same thing, spaghetti and meatballs. Yes. yes. Boss, no taste, no flavor, and ice cold. And that it, it's impossible to make pasta cold unless it's been sitting out for days. Uh, so I've gone there numerous times, like I said, six, and I've had horrible food. The services are okay, not the best, but it's always been the food that is always tastes like crap. Uh, and recently, uh, well, just before the pandemic, um, I went to uh, Allen Compass, and we had the worst service I've ever had. Unbelievable. Yeah, brand new restaurant. Mm -hmm. I don't think the woman really wanted to work that day. Yeah, you probably got the same person I did. Yeah. (laughs) That's at the Yacht Club, right? Yes. uh, Yeah. So we we sat down. uh, We added a couple extra people. It was supposed to be four. turned out to be six. I don't think she was digging that. Uh, so we pulled over, like we pulled another table and chairs and put it all together, uh, with the help of the server, uh, the, the hostess that did that. And, uh, we ordered and never saw the server again. Oh my. So the food runners brought the food out and, uh, we said to the food runner, well, can we get, you know, ketchup? And, uh, I think somebody wanted hot sauce and, uh, we needed a couple refill on sodas and never saw the server the entire meal. So she comes at the end. Uh, I had ordered, uh, uh, fish and chips, which the fish and chips were very, uh, not so much the chips, but the fish was 
way over salted. It was very salty. Mm. Oh, no. So literally, it's only half a piece. She's like, why didn't you eat this? And I, first of all, I was asking myself, why is she asking me why I didn't eat this? Like, what did she care? A, it, yeah, and Maybe well, that's, that's all I felt like eating. Interesting question, Wait, though. Club. You would have, you should have, yeah. you should have asked it differently. Like, I'm sorry, sir. Did you? Is there something wrong with the food? Or she right. should have asked, "Would you like it to go? Would you like, you like right. would you like it to go plate or something?" Exactly that's right. What you asked. So I said, to her, "Well, I didn't need it because it was extremely salty." And then I said, "Had you come back and asked us, I would have told you that, and you would have been able to fix the problem." But now. It's over. It's done. So she just grabs the plates. She leaves and then comes back and drops the check on the table. Oh doesn't my. ask us if we want dessert. Doesn't ask us if we had a, had, you know, was everything okay? Nothing. Just drops the check and walks away. And I was reluctant to, like, just go find a manager. I, I said, you know what? I'm not. So I wrote a letter. And I got back just the standard formatted copy and paste response from guest relations. Oh, sorry, you had a bad experience. Well, bring that to the manager, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. X-Files. X-Files, right, exactly. Shredder. Yep. They're probably exactly. going out great. It's Castle Nova with another complaint. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a file cabinet full of those from Tony Castle. put this in his file, please? The, Tony file. The Castle Nova file is like. Which file deep. is that? That thick one over there in the exactly. corner. Exactly. <laughs> is it the complaint or suggestion pile? Which one does it go in? It's like, yeah, put it back in the corner with the. <laughs> put it back in the corner with the rest of those guys oh, you don't. Yeah. The, that don't get served. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, those are my uh, two uh, bad experiences. Mm. Well, I'm going to go with or, or by one would be a place that no longer exists. And it's it's the old Wolfgang Pucks that was on West Side. Mm. Now, this was not when Wolfgang Puck owned it, because when he got divorced, he lost the restaurant to his wife in their settlement. Yep. And the restaurant went from being amazing to being awful and one of the issues we had wasn't just that the food was just wasn't up to par when we were there but we actually had they seated us by a large party that -hmm. was sitting at two different tables and the one woman was yelling across to the other people and she was constantly yelling so loud and talking so loud and we kept asking you know is there any way we could get like seed somewhere else or something can be done because we can't even talk to each other because we can't hear each other over her and they complained to the manager on the way out and nobody was nobody cared they're like oh okay oh it was like oh okay i see where this is gone so i was really glad when they closed that and he decided to open his own restaurant Again, right. because that place, it's good. We don't yeah. have any issues there. But yeah, that was, you know, the lack of concern for the fact that you have a woman who is talking at like, you know, on a scale of one to 10 at 11. Right. And that you can hear her at the very front of the restaurant talking. Wow. And you're not doing anything about it. Was I there? You were there. It was <laughs> you and I. Mm. It must have been so bad I blocked out that memory. Or you couldn't hear yourself think. No, this is true, Tony. But 100%. Of, of places that are currently there, I have to go with, yeah, Maria at Enzo's. The, right. I was so disappointed in that because knowing that it was an Italian-run mm-hmm. business, yeah. I had really high hopes for it because I just know from having traveled to Italy and 
in dining at restaurants in the U.S. that are Italian-owned, they always have fantastic, flavorful Italian food. Yeah. And the pasta is always top, top-notch. And it yeah. wasn't. And like you said, the meatballs, had, nothing had flavor. Nothing. It was... You know it what? was bland. I remember yeah. saying I remember saying to all of us at the table, Tony, you'll remember this. I said, We all ordered spaghetti and meatballs. How are you gonna screw this up? Yeah. Well, they did. <laughs> but they did. Yeah. And the fact that they share a kitchen with the pizza place where the food is fine and the Edison, which is fine. Yeah. Baffles my mind that crappy food can come out of that same kitchen. It it, it must be two separate parts of a shared kitchen, like there's the Italian chef and the Edison chef, and they don't don't talk to each other. Or know? it comes but, out piping hot, and someone was not manning the you know expediting the food, right? right? But it wasn't even yeah. that because we also had noticed that some of the dishes were you know lukewarm, where some were actually cold, cold. Yeah, like yeah. needed to and, be. And we were also there at the end of the night. There weren't that many tables. It wasn't like we were at the height of rush hour. No. Well, when they put those, when they when they put food out, getting ready to serve it, when the expediter comes and gets it, they should put it in a in the in the pass, which should have that that heat lamp at least on it, right? I would think. Yeah. You would hope. You would hope. You would hope, but clearly not. Yeah. Unless you said it was the end of the night and they turned it off accidentally or something. I don't, I don't know, know, but it was well, awesome. they do that had a every, reservation. But but yeah. but in Tony's case, he's been there six. Six times. six times so you're gonna screw it up Towards six times no no sometimes early like five o'clock i've been at five o'clock six I mean, it's still no seven yeah. o'clock still tasteless food horrible. oh wow well, yeah that's horrible and chicken <laughs> parm, i mean how do you screw up chicken parm it's just chicken with breading on it it's the sauce i think that has no flavor i yeah. mean the breading yeah. doesn't either but the sauce doesn't maybe it's their sauce that's horrible the hideaway is a cool looking place we yeah. walked and the food is great there. Yeah, See, the I haven't the tried the food there yet. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. The charcuterie is fantastic there. That's yeah, the yeah. The pajuta and mozzarella. I'm hungry now. Okay, so I think it's time to move on to what everybody is excited to talk about, and that is the best place they've ever dined at Disney. Yeah. So, Kat, you want to start it off this time? Sure. Yeah. Um, I've had so many wonderful experiences dining at Disney. Um, I love to go to the um, Brown Derby Lounge and have salad there with Orlando, the bartender, Danielle, and talk to her about her daughter. I love those those wonderful experiences. But I have a story that took place a couple years ago, probably more than a couple years ago, but it will always stand out in my mind because it was someone went so far out of their way to make my experience good that I tell the story to everyone. Um, I used to be vegan before I got sick and I had done as much research as I possibly could to be able to have a normal experience at Disney world. It was my birthday. I was like really excited to be there with my family. And um, I was online and all I could read was about this chef named chef TJ. Um, I'm not sure if he's with the company anymore, but he was a chef who went out of his way to make sure that people with dining allergies at the time, because it wasn't as popular as it is now, um, had good experiences. And he was uh, the chef at the Grand Floridian Cafe. So we made a reservation and we went and I sat down at the reservation and I asked to speak to the chef and it wasn't Chef TJ. So I was like, oh, OK, well, I'll just order something off the menu. And I was I was pretty upset because I'd like really had my heart set on having a meal and being able to speak to him and enjoying myself. And 
all they had on the menu at the time that I could eat was like a garden salad. Oh, so I was no. like, okay, I'll just order the salad and it'll be fine. And I ordered the salad and I was pretty upset and the waitress could tell that I was upset. And she was like, is something wrong? And I was like, well, I was really hoping to speak to Chef TJ because I'm vegan and I, you know, it's my birthday. And I was really hoping to have something that would be like more, you know, special than like a salad with some vinaigrette on it, which is basically just like a pile of lettuce. And she was like, oh, Chef TJ's at 1900 next door now. And, you know, uh, I don't even know if he's here today. And I was like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all good. And, you know, my mom, she was like worked up. And my dad was worked up because whenever she gets worked up, he gets worked up. Everybody gets worked up. So I'm sitting there like trying to be positive and um, out comes Chef TJ. Oh. And he came over to the table and he brought me a basket of vegan cookies and sweets and like a big <gasps> fruit plate. And he was like, I'm so sorry. Normally I'm here, but I'm over at the other restaurant now. And I just wanted to come out and make sure you were okay. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, like getting teary eyed. Cause like, I didn't expect him to like come all the way over for no reason. And he was like, I brought you this and this and this. And he was like, do you want anything else? I will, I will go back there and make sure they can make you whatever you want. And I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm, this is too much. Uh, uh. And <laughs> it was just so wonderful that he like, they told him that I was there looking and expecting to be served by him. And they, he like went out of his way to like put a thing together for me. It had like candy and fruit and cookies, all sorts of stuff. And I was like completely overwhelmed because this man, he didn't know me, obviously, and he like gave me his business card and he was like, whenever you're back in, in Orlando, just send me an email and I'll tell you where I'm cooking and, and you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And it will always stand out in my mind because like, I was just like a 22 year old girl, like with her family, I, he didn't know me from Eve or whatever. And he like went out of his way to make sure that it come out that I was having a nice time and my birthday wasn't a huge flop, you know? And it was so wonderful, and I just cherish that memory so much. And, you know, nothing is ever – that's why I have such high standards for Disney dining, you know? Like, I've always had a great experience, but that experience, like, put it over the top. That's an awesome story. Yeah, it was great. Oh, I yeah. Awesome. That. That's and what I think wants. that's I think that is the thing that makes Disney different from most companies is – that and not everybody's that way of course i mean it, you couldn't i mean there's not enough people in the world that are there to that really somebody having a good day means that much to them to yeah. to yeah. go out and do the go that extra mile but you know we have found that not relating to food but we have found that at coronado springs with the cast members over there of going more than that extra mile out of their way just to get to know you and make sure you're having a great time. And, and because of that, you, we go by occasionally to look for those cast members, you know, because yeah. we want them to know that 10 years later, you still made, we, I want you to know you still made an impact. You, what you did on that particular trip meant that much, you yeah. know, it's great to have people that are like that that work for Disney. So that's a really cool story that started bad and like turned out to be awesome. Okay, so Alchon, I'll let you go. And where do I start? I think I think one of the things about our experiences at Disney, much like you, Kat, is then this is what makes us go back time and time again. 
um, is over at the Waldorf Astoria. So when we go to Bull and Bear, um, we have a Tim. Maze, a Tim. <laughs> Tim is the maitre d'. He's no. Like, oh, well, go ahead. Server. He's a server. He's the head, one of the yeah. head servers, yes, if not is. the head server. Yeah. Right? So he's the best. He's also um, uh, kind of like... Uh, a great, uh, is he the junior sommelier, you know? He's right? a sommelier. He's sommelier. Okay. So like he's, you know, like full bird colonel there. So he's like serving us the best, having the best experience there. Great pairings. Awesome stuff. The chef comes out amazing. But every time we're there, we look up Tim. Tim's the man. He's still there today. And I can't wait to go back because he makes uh, our anniversary dinners, we make it a point when we do go to, to have our anniversary dinner there. And then um, everything is just wonderful. So great table side service. No matter what we order, it's always impeccable and served with a smile. And then we talk about the replacements and then we talk about whatever cool rock band we want to talk about, you know, which is awesome because he also plays guitar and uh, he's just an amazing guy. And uh, we f- we follow him on Facebook, and he's just always talking about cool stuff. So, so next time we go, yep. which will be next year, Tony, you have to go with us because you haven't uh, been there. No, he's got a break from the norm. You have know, you? We, have to, you know, we went there, uh, uh, James, Susan, and I for last year. Not uh, magical dining, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, bull and bear. Hope hopefully it was good yeah. for you. Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> we like good to. Man. We like to go. For and their... it was funny. We did ask for Tim, but he was off. Ah. Uh... So, well, you know, just pick the wrong day. Right. I mean, and, and and I could go on. You know, there's so many great experiences we've we've had at Sanaa, uh, mm. at Yak and Yeti for a more accessible dinner. Um, right. Boma. We've had great experiences there, and Tony, of course, everywhere. Uh, where there's Italian food and like the best Italian food with Chef Fabrizio, of course, we're going to talk about uh, sure. eating over there. Um, but man, you know, what's not to like about Waldorf Astoria? What's not to like about the Four Seasons? You know, yeah. with, with and, there, you so. know, it's funny. We were just at uh, La Luce uh, for Magical Dining. Mm-hmm. And when we left, we were like, what happened? <gasps> oh, it was, no. It was just okay. It wasn't like, you know, mind blowing Italian. Like I've, come to known over there I'm like are they are they working back there it's like what I know. are they cooking they got the beef squad up there apparently yeah maybe, maybe. Uh, so i was i don't know i just think that the maybe the ingredients they could or could not get mm. um you okay. know i don't know um, yeah i i'm like all right you know everybody gets an off t- off off chance that's that's their one shot that was this this year yeah this year recently yeah like uh not last week but the week before Oof. we were there Man. I wonder if everything just worldwide going on has maybe impacted the ingredients they're getting and things like that. I think like so. That. I think so. From what I've heard from uh, Fabrizio and the uh, two other chefs over there, even at uh, Ravello that I talked to, uh, is yes, they're having a like we're Four Seasons is trying to source everything from one distributor. Yeah, because be. they don't want multiple trucks coming with multiple. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that makes sense. So they're trying to source everything that's on the menu from one distributor. So I think that is having an impact on some of the restaurants. And even like the manager over Wolfgang was saying the same thing. Yes. They are having a tough time sourcing ingredients because the distributors just aren't stockpiling like they would have if there wasn't a pandemic because there's just not enough restaurants. There's not enough. Yeah. Not yeah. enough. And not only that, deliveries are running late, especially here in yeah. California because of the fires. Mm, a yeah. lot of places are out of stuff. 
Yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah. global global disruption of supply chain affecting yeah. And it was everything. funny because one of the things that we were going to order at La Luce on the Magical Dining menu, they did not have. Mm. So, oh, yes, yeah. ingredients were out. So, They'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I want to next year... Because we always do food and wine weekends where they mm. have the multi courses and we yeah. do add the wine pairing and right. yeah. So yeah. and Bubba, that's what we're gonna do when uh, you <laughs> finally make that trip out to Orlando and and yeah. and visit the other park. <laughs> I'm tagging along on that trip. Yes, yeah. you can. Hey, we should all do, we should sure. all go together, Jewel. We got to break you away for a minute. We got to break you off some vacation mama, time. I'm in a suitcase. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Sorry. Make sure these I'm are my jewels part. right here. These <laughs> are my jewels in my briefcase. <laughs> That's the best. What's in the other bag? My cat. I got my jewels in one bag. I got my cat in the other. I'm not even going to say yeah. what I was going to say. But wow. Awesome. I was going to try to circle it to another joke early in the podcast, but I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. I, won't do it. I will refrain. Next up. Uh, let's see. Next Jewel. Uh, well, I was going to leave it for You might want to unzip the suitcase. <laughs> you want us to leave you for last, Jewel? Unzip it. We can leave you for last. We'll go with Bubba then. Go with Bubba. Go to top Bubba. Oh, mine's not. I mean, it's it's special, of course. Um, we our first time ever going to Blue Bayou. You know, mm. we have been longtime Disney people. It's just we have never ever made it out to Blue Bayou until my wife's birthday uh, years ago, and uh, finally made a reservation. We dined there, and everything was amazing. You know, they always ask you when you make your reservation, are you celebrating anything or, you you know, something? And, yeah, we're like, it's my wife's birthday, and this is our first time ever dining here, so, you know, we want it to be real special. And they made it phenomenal. You know, they had something on the table wishing her a happy birthday when we got there. Um, the food, of course, was just amazing. Our server was, uh, she was phenomenal, just making sure we are very attentive. And uh, it just so happens at the end of the night, uh, you know, things are starting to wind down. We're done with our food. And the table next to us, they're cleared out and they're leaving. So the buster starts busting their food or getting the stuff off the table. And as he's picking up the tray, he sort of swings and starts walking. As he swung with the tray, a ranch bowl fell down, hit the ground, and went all over my wife. Oh, no. Yes. Uh, So, and, you know, we it was, you know, a serious moment, but you couldn't help but laugh. You know, it was, you know, it was a true accident. And, you know, just the splatter of ranch all over her pant leg, her back. And, you know, they were on it like that they somebody came out with towels a manager came out asked if everything was okay if there's something we could do for you so they of course they comped our uh, our dessert that we didn't want a dessert but they still brought us out a dessert and they comped it and then not only that they gave her like this little disney voucher to where she can get a shirt and some pants at any disney store oh. nice so and she could cash it in at any time which was phenomenal you know that so it was you know a a funny night to how you end a dining experience with just everything going right one thing goes wrong but then after the bill keeps going higher and higher that disney expectation that everybody receives there so love it and a new outfit and a new outfit outfit, of course new new leggings new (laughs) outfit 
<laughs> so that was it was a good birthday and just um you know we've been back there before and still have had you know great experience with the food i always get the surf and turf that's my mm. favorite meal there mm. and uh you know the smell of the pirate water and everything right there is just amazing man Excellent. So for me, since we're saving Jewel for last, uh, I've had, like I said earlier, very difficult to try and decide a place. And Sanaa, it's one of my favorite places because it's consistent. The food is good. We always get great service. And then you have places like Ravello that is always spot on with the food. Um, Nothing ever, you know, nothing ever goes wrong. Best limoncello anywhere in the world. That's right. I said in the world. I don't mean Disney World. No. I mean in the whole world. Like better than what I've even had in Italy. Better than what but I've had in Italy. Fabrizio is Italian. So, I mean, you're getting yeah. this homemade recipe. So, what can yeah. be better than that? And there, he has a variety of limoncellos, too, which oh, yeah. is so cool. By the way, limoncello was my celebratory drink on our, our way back from the USO tour after 9-11. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You have to ask for the secret stash because there's only the regular on the menu. But you have to ask the server what's on the secret stash. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I will say I have never had anywhere at Four Seasons a meal that was not phenomenal at any of the restaurants, whether it be PB&G, mm-hmm. Plancha, mm-hmm. Kappa. I mean, that yeah. they they go all out. But, and I'm not even going to say, I'm not even going with Victoria and Albert's. Yeah, Victoria and Albert's was good, did. by the way. It, it was is. excellent. Great service. It is. I have to go with Bowl and Bear. Ugh, when they do their food and wine weekends, which we have gone to, the only years we've missed it is, of course, we're missing it this year because I am not approved to travel yet. Um, but we also missed it due to Hurricane Irma. Oh. We were scheduled that weekend That's and right. got a call from the hotel suggesting that we cancel our reservation and that they weren't going to be doing any of that stuff because it was going to get that bad. Yeah, heartbroken. But it's So a- instead of going that year, in that day, we drove home, took over 24 hours. <laughs> to get 700 miles back home but bull and bear when they do that that menu i mean and we always i always request him long in advance like i call and make sure that like he's going to be working that day and and all of that so that he's the one that's waiting on us because he has always made that experience one of the best i mean it is fine dining and you don't have to go in there Wearing a cocktail dress and a dinner jacket like you do over Victoria and Albert. This is true. Tony can go in his t-shirt and shorts and be completely comfortable. At least at least his polo get, shirt and shorts. All right. Give him some standards. Do what? At least he could wear his polo shirt with a collar. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Get some standards. You know, upgrade Tony. It's this shirt with a collar on. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to wear the Disney by the number shirt, you know? The golf shirt. The golf yeah. shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And every time we've been there, whatever we've done the wine pairing, we get a little, oh, here, there's a little bit left in this bottle. Let me show this one to you, too. Right. So it's it's expensive. Not expensive like Victorian Albert's expensive. But, I mean, it's Disney along the lines of, you know, any other high-end restaurants you're going to go to, signature dining at yep. Walt Disney World. It's yeah. up there with that same kind of price tag. But it's... Food's always good. I mean, everything is just amazing there. So, 
Uh, yeah, I have to go with that. I've been to many you know, Disney World for 10 years straight when I lived on the East Coast, and I always loved Narcoosies for uh, the East Coast. I've mm-hmm. uh, been to many, you know, you know, Coral Reef, uh, Brown Derby. Uh, being here in Disneyland, um, I go to tea time with my daughter at Steakhouse 55 when we can. Celebrated birthdays at Steakhouse 55 for the hubby. Uh, Blue Bayou have, have had great experiences there. But the one thing that I, you know, like I said, I was leaving it to top everybody. I'm 47, and I've spent every year from 40 at Club 33. And the one experience I had, which totally I didn't expect that whatsoever because, you know, everybody's so personable in in the club. And when, when you're there often, they get to know you and you get to know them. So I got my birthday card. Oh, for everybody. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. But what's even better is when Happy Birthday Jewel is on your own menu in the yes. Oh yeah. For the, for the hour that you're there, everybody sees it, and they all sing and you know. Aww. Come in. That's yeah, sweet. So, but even though that you know that's a great experience. Um, Almost every restaurant that's in Disneyland, I can go outside. I can go to Morton's for a great steak. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go to Ruth Chris for for a great steak over uh, Steakhouse Fifty Five. Uh, Italian, well, there's Buca di Beppo, and there's a lot of hole in the walls around here that have great Italian food. But I like Thirty Three because the menu changes every quarter for the most part, and they do change chefs. The chefs come from Napa Rose. They go to Steakhouse Fifty Five, Carthay Circle. And, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're courses and you can have the wine pairing with them. That's suggested by the sommelier. Um, but it's basically, it's not as touristy, you know, you're not getting bumped in by somebody trying to get to their table. You're not having so many children running around or screaming and stuff like that. There's the ambience of it. And having, you know, this balcony atmosphere and, you know, hearing all the people, all the peasants down below. But, um, <laughs> the little people, as they wait for spreads, they wait for Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. And I've got my wine that. and you don't. Oh, is that right? Right there. But no, I mean, I can, I can play the piano in the lounge if I want to, because they know me. I don't. I, you know, what am I going to do? Play chopsticks? But, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's a, the air conditioning is awesome. (laughs) Okay. But, you know, the meals are just phenomenal. And sometimes, you you know, I do get full from having these small portions and things like that. And, you know, they know I'm allergic to nuts already for the most part. I can't can't handle peanuts or a lot of tree nuts. And I know, Jewel, we got you, we know you. And. The, the chef will come up with something for me uh, when I'm there. And, you know, I'm not rushed out of that restaurant or that, you know, the club. Uh, there's been many times my girlfriends and I have closed the club down, you know. Mm, <laughs> love that feeling. And um, the only one bad experience I had there, even though it was still awesome, the fire alarm went off and we all had to evacuate. 
And um, I'm like, oh, no, I've I'm been there. With me. <laughs> I've been there when the fire alarm went off around there before. And it's a loud fire alarm, by the way. It is <laughs> just the worst sounding thing you could hear. It happened like almost during Phantasmic. Oh, geez. Yeah. What a yeah. horrible and time. It may, was it during the Halloween uh, bash? Because that's when it went off on us. And, you know, we're. You might have been there the night I was there. Yeah, and I even it. have it recorded. Okay, yeah. Like, this is the worst sounding thing you have ever heard. I'm going to have to find that video and show it to you. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you and you would see the typical, like, people who are entitled, me being one of them, drink. Oh, what what's going on? Oh, should we, we got to leave the building? Can I take my drink? Oh. I'm taking my drink. <laughs> and, um, and then because we were freezing, um, and there was no call for them, us to go back up stairs and, and uh, resume activities. We decided to go trick or treat without the band, and then oh, wow. they finally caught up with us. <laughs> and we had to exit, uh-huh. you know, because we didn't have the uh, armband. But, oh well. <laughs> well. Hopefully, you finished your meal. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Something we shouldn't have done. But yeah, no. Um, like I said, 33 is, is a great experience. I want to, I want to be able to invite all you guys if I can, you know, one time here or another. Um, it's just, uh, you know, with COVID and gosh, who knows what's, you know, what, what the changes are going to be with, with that restaurant and uh, yeah. the atmosphere and everybody in the club. But um, yeah. now that that's, I mean, like I said, every, everybody, every other restaurant I've been to great, but uh, the one restaurant that I go back to, even though they don't have a sit, you know, a, a sit down service, I got to go to Plaza Inn and get my chicken <laughs> and Double mashed potato and the mashed potatoes. <laughs> so, and those are two different parts of the spectrum. I know one hundred percent. Though I mean, you, I, I was just telling Kristen before the show, Jewel, because we one hundred percent. I said the Plaza, right? The best chicken ever. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I even yeah. said it. I even said it on your show. Even last time I said, you know, this is going to be blasphemous because we live in the South, but the best chicken I've ever had, the Plaza. Yes. So I was surprised nobody mentioned Napa Rose. I was going to give it a <clears throat> honorable mention. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I, did, I said, yeah, Napa Rose was good, but it, yeah. the, I, I didn't have yeah. the experience between Steakhouse 55 and 33 or the Bayou at Napa Rose. It wasn't on my top five. Right. We had a great I experience at Napa Rose. At, at, see, we had a phenomenal experience in Napa Rose, a, a not good experience at Blue Bayou. And we Ooh. haven't done Steakhouse 55. So, Jewel, no, next time we're out in California, we need to do, we're going to have to do that for a meal. Or we just go to Martin's. Yeah. So, Jewel, is the new Club 33 <laughs> better improvement over the old 33? Yes, I've been uh, both times, uh, before mm. refurbishment and after. And I wasn't, a f- when I went there, I was celebrating my 40th. I'm like, wow, this is awesome, great. I'm at 33. Hey! And, um... I realized this is a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the beginning. really? This is, and, and I'm like, oh man. And I'm spending how much money for but, but you know, once again, I'm thinking I'm in there for the experience. I'm there because yeah. not everybody else can go. Yeah. And I'm taking everything in because, you know, once again, not everybody can go, but yeah. when they changed up everything and, um, 
I'm the type of person to take in their 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 environment very quickly and have it imprinted in my head because I had to wear glasses at such an early age. I actually remembered certain parts of what was what. I'm like, wasn't that a fireplace there? And wasn't that? A, <laughs> and they said, wow, you know, how how do you remember that? But yeah, um, it was it was it. The changes are great from you know my previous. Yeah to now i'm just uh, i was sad that they removed the elevator i mean that was the one thing that you know they went they sent imagineers to france to you know take pictures and make it an exact duplicate and then they turned it into a booth which i was like what i'll tell you the one good thing about the about that elevator at least unlike one that i was in in france Mm -hmm. it didn't ever get stuck for yeah. over an yeah. hour and right. it was bigger than the ones in france <laughs> yeah yeah true yeah. No, I, I got I, I got lucky i i was able to do club 33 twice in one trip uh, we did oh it once gosh. with our adventure by disney they uh that was the treat for breakfast and it wasn't a buffet uh they actually gave us a regular sit-down breakfast um and then uh i was with rick and then we went again for dinner on a different night so yeah. We do like and, and you see the atmospheres change from breakfast to lunch to dinner. Yeah. So they, they yeah. change their table settings, they they right. uh, even change their jackets. Yeah. The servers. So right. yeah. Yeah. one day we'll be back. More formal. Yeah. Yes. Well, and you still can wear shorts and yeah. not flip flops. You can wear sandals. But yeah. yeah, I can go in there with a you know t shirt, ears and, yeah. and shorts and still have the only on. time I ever wore pants into a Disney park. Was to go to Club Thirty Three. <laughs> ever, oh, ever. The, the only time so we know I wore the trick. We know the trick now. We'll just tell Tony, "Hey, we're going to Club Thirty Three. Then we'll wear and pants." Not even jeans. I had pant pants on. Dress pants. <laughs> dress pants. Not pants. 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 Real pants. Pantalones. Real pants with uh, you know a nice. <laughs> we're gonna have to start calling. We're gonna start calling the Tony Tony pants. <laughs> No, like Joey Pants. Like Joey Pants. Me about the last happy hour. Now it's Tony Pants. <laughs> that was Tony Pants. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Tony, you got a new nickname, buddy. Uh, Tony Pants. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I think we covered everything today. Man, what didn't we cover? <laughs> <laughs> Epic show. I went. To, uh, let me tell you about my California grill. Um, I started going there. Uh, it was a when I was a cast member. They gave us a coupon for uh, during the holidays. They gave us these coupons for lunch at different restaurants. So we went there for lunch, and that was the first time I was ever there. This was back in the day when they used to be open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and then I went every single year thereafter. And kind of where uh, Jewel was talking about where they used to print your name on the menu. Well, uh-huh. they used to do that at California Grill. If you would come back, we'd say, welcome back, Mr. Castleover. Yes. And I used to get a menu like that. And they also used to, uh, if, if you brought people, they would give you a, like a piece of cake. Hey, thank you for bringing. So I was there so many times they were not bringing cake and they were bringing not a slice, but a whole damn cake <laughs> to the table. Like, oh, thank you for bringing these people. And I got really friendly with the manager there, Gary. And one time for work, I brought uh, 16 other people. There were 17 of us. And we drank 22 bottles of wine. 17 people, 22 bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, they cork, loved the, you. The cork fee. Oh, my Lord. We were the last people there. There was <laughs> not another soul in the restaurant. This was, we left like one hour past the restaurant closed. Nobody ever came over and said, time to get the hell out. Nobody said anything. They kept bringing wine. They kept bringing uh, water, whatever. So uh, on my way out, <clears throat> Uh, I had said to Gary, the manager, I said, you know, thanks for letting us stay. You know, I know you guys all want to go home. And he's like, listen, next time you come, he goes, we're going to give you the private room and it's on us. I'm like, fantastic. But we never went back. I was like, damn. Oh. Okay, so do you still have that contact? Because we are so, we're all going. We're all going. <laughs> it's funny. Well, Gary doesn't work there anymore. Uh-huh. He went to, um, uh, he's now at the uh, Artist Point. And it was funny when he went over there. I said to him, I said, Gary, I said, why are you working here? I said, you were at the busiest, most popular restaurant on property. He's like, exactly. That's why I wanted to get the hell out of there. I wanted something was busy. I needed a break. So then when they turned it to a character meal, I I had gone back and I said, Gary, it's not so quiet and and peaceful here anymore, is it? He's like, yeah, they found out that it was nice and quiet over here and they turned it into a character meal. So I'll tell you, though, what. What Chef Christine did over there with that menu is awesome. It's really, yeah. really good. I, just I really don't enjoyed like the it. Share components, and because I asked one time, we we got the like the appetizer. I said, "Can we get more of the shrimp?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, what do you mean, no? It's a shared component. What if I want more? You know, they're like, "No." That's shared. you get that, and that's that. Jules so like, laughing. Hey, Jules laughing. She's like shared components. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's a is... shared appetizer and a shared dessert, which I don't. Know. I don't like. I don't share no, no, it's all mine. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why I love this podcast so much. Because we don't share. <laughs> no, no. Well, I mean, look at the. I mean, this this chat. Wow, super epic. Yeah. And so one last. Yeah, one last pitch for uh, Ravello. They're, <laughs> they're, they're not doing sponsors, right? They're not doing magical dining this year, but they came up with uh, a lot of tuna, which is uh, their full menu. So it's a four course, fifty five dollars, which is a steal if you know the price. That's not bad. Dollars. That's not bad at all. Yeah, and uh, you can do a wine pairing, I think, which is extra. So Saturday, we're going to test it out. We'll see. Nice. Okay, so so speaking of Ravello, and I'm, I've got to mention this email that <laughs> well, I got wait, this morning. Is this breaking news? Uh-oh. I got an email this morning from Dana. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, I don't have nice. the sound effect for that now. Oh, happy, happy National Guacamole Day is coming up over at Plancha. So their freshly made guacamole will be $8 on the happy hour menu from 3 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday. And the margarita is going to be $7. And I will be posting. She sent me the recipe for the jalapeno margarita. And I love that. And drink. The guacamole. Oh, there you go, Tony. There you go. So I will post these on the website. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Yes, do not give it to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when I used to Uber, I used to stop there uh just to have the guacamole. So it's good. good. Oh my god. That Lord. good, huh? That good. Oh god, yes. <laughs> that, that's Listen, good I know eats. California is you know, a place for guacamole, but you gotta come and try the plancha guacamole. We've it's we've so tested good. it with other Californians and they've agreed. <laughs> 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 
Nine out of ten Californians. That's right. Mm. See, they may not have happy cows in Florida, but they have happy avocados. This, this is true. True. Well, they are close to Cuba. So you might be able to have some Cuban flair on that one. I, I, <laughs> I, I, California tested. It's okay. You'll like it. I got no. no I got nothing. That's fine. Okay, I have. I do have one question. If I can ask. <laughs> yes. <coughs> Has anybody during happy hour been able to walk down Main Street without falling over drunk <laughs> from eating at your restaurant, having your drinks? Now, here in California, when I there's heavy pours at in, in 33, and I have been able to walk down once, and I uh, I didn't have to call a cab home. <laughs> Even I was able to walk down, but I had to call a cab. I've never been blitzed that much. We need help here. Jewel needs help. I have only, I, I, I have been that way, but not at Disney, at the Mirage over in uh, Las Vegas. Mm. And that was because I made the mistake of. Hey, well, I'm not sure what happened in Vegas. What happened in Vegas. That's right. That's right. I think it was like. <laughs> I'm going to pull the Jeff Goldblum on you. Nice. I I wasn't much older than 21 and decided to try and match drinks with my parents. Yikes. Yeah, oh. sitting in the casino, and it was a bad, bad thing. So, and now yeah, look at her toe-to-toe. To this day, if they go to that hotel, because we were there to see uh, Siegfried and Roy, because I'm a huge, huge, like, Tiger fan and fan oh. of theirs. And I <laughs> fell... Jeez. Wearing heels. <laughs> to this day, they will still stop and take a picture of where I fell because they think it's that funny. Oh, wow. I was going to make a Tiger King joke, but I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I knew oh, I was no, Baskin. You got to catch Carol Baskin. You got to catch Carol Baskin on Dancing with the Stars. Yep. Oh, my God. Carol Baskin. I was just wondering. You know, because Tony's here, 17 people in 22 bottles. I'm like, how the heck do y'all get back to your room or home? I'm sitting here drinking two hurricanes, and I got to get a cab home. And I didn't drink. I was a designated driver. I was going to say. Of course you were, Tony. Someone called the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> the I minivan. Call the minivan. I think that was pre those days. Yeah. 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 Well, I can, I can tell you for sure that uh, – during the Sorcerer Radio 10th anniversary. Oh, I remember that. that yeah, Jeff you and Davis Jeff. and myself were blitzed out of our mind. They, nice. ju- they just cannot. They just can't drink. They just don't have the blood, I think, no, for no. for alcohol. Because well, <laughs> I was drinking with you guys, and I was fine. And both you and Jeff were beyond loopy. Well, we were, we were, we and were getting started. And I'm a started. fraction of both well, your weights. That well, this is true. Huh. However... However, we started drinking at La Cava del Tequila, and we were drinking tequila with, well, I was drinking tequila and mezcal and drinking the, shooting the scorpions, so. Okay, so his excuse is he was eating bugs. He ate a worm and a scorpion. I did eat a worm and a scorpion. So apparently those were the issue. Uh, Worm and scorpion is not a good base for tequila. You gotta have a grilled cheese or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think, I think we did have some, some, some chips, but anyway, that, that is a whole other happy hour for a whole other Yes. That's, another That's the next show. That's the next show. Our best no, the next bars, show right? has to be something, something revolving around Halloween. I have to. I'll, I'll come up with something. Yeah. Side. But we hope you guys have enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so you know when we post new content. We are on Anchor. 
So make sure you check us out there. If you want to be like our fantastic, fabulous fan, Lindsay Marie, Lindsay. you too can donate to us on Anchor anywhere from 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month. <laughs> Bubba, you want to tell everybody where they can check us out? Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't have the notes up. <laughs> no, you can find us on the web, uh, diningatdisney.com. Uh, follow us on all of our social media accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And for all your Disney and Universal travel needs, contact that woman, Kristen, right there at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. You'll get a free quote, and you can also book so mention you heard about it on the Dining at Disney podcast. And then also this couple right here has a podcast every Sunday night live on Facebook. That called, is true. What? The Disney List. The Disney List. So, and what should you guys have a topic for this week? Oh, for sure. We I do. don't know what it is yet. But <laughs> for sure we have a topic. It'll be something cool. Hey, by the way, so, really quick. By the way, wait. really quick. Yeah. Are you going to tease it? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna come to you in a minute and let oh. you tease it. But I was gonna throw it to Tony and yep. let Tony tell everybody where they need to find him. Yes, uh, DisneyParksPodcast.com. Or Cat, Disney where do they need to find? <laughs> where do they need to find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at catastrophe c a t underscore a s t r o p h e. I swear that's the best name. I love it. It is the and best. And Jewel, how about you? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Pixie Magic Disneyland. Love it. Al John? Once again, the DisneyList.com. Uh, also, Al John Go on Instagram. And soon, coming soon, a brand new podcast coming. It is Skull Ooh. Rock Podcast with me, Al John Go, alongside former Disney animator and director of special projects dave bossert we're going to be kidding me? i am no not way. kidding you so we're going to be talking to don Hahn. Wow. we're going to be talking to everyone from fantasia and nightmare before christmas and a bunch of pop culture stuff as well so it's going to be an awesome podcast skull rock podcast with dave bossert and al john go launching in october it's going to be epic also, yes, don't forget wow. to check out our friends, WDW Park Hoppers. Unfortunately, Park Hopper John and Park Hopper Sid had a last-minute thing come up that they couldn't be here uh, this time. But they will be back next month in November. No, it's not November. October. Next month is October. October. Woo! I'm getting ahead of myself. See, this yeah. whole year is just messed up for me. But anyway, <laughs> make sure you check out WDW Park Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 oh my gosh it's the best year ever <laughs> until next time i'm Kristen. with me is bubba tony cat jewel and aljon bon appetit guys hot dog happy birthday happy birthday bub happy birthday mr bub